So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward. Discussion college football, pro football, high school basketball, Pop-Tarts. Discussed a lot of things. Uh, now, uh, notable 2024 SEC matchups announced yesterday. Texas Longhorns will host the Georgia Bulldogs on October 19. That means Texas would have Oklahoma and Georgia back-to-back. Pretty amazing. Also, Texas and Texas A&M, Saturday, November 30th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, in 2024, that's a big rivalry day for the SEC. You've Located got located where in College Station. They're playing in Caldwell. <clears throat> playing in Caldwell, <clears throat> November 30th. You have who decided that? Uh, the SEC did with Ross Bjork, the AD of trying to make his money of back. A and M, yeah, trying to say he's the one that said, "Hey, if we can let him in, we're going to have the first game at our place." Ironically, you had the last game at your place in yeah. Texas to feed him. Yeah. So on, on that day, November 30th, you have the Egg Bowl, Mississippi, Mississippi State. You'll have Auburn, Alabama, and you'll have Texas and Texas A&M. That's a big day. Okay. For the... That's where it should be. Yeah, yeah. So, but again, the uh, Texas and Georgia, October 19th. <clears throat> Texas also hosts Florida this year. Uh, Quite sure it, how long they keep that coach at Florida. Yeah. It's a really bad look. Faces really bad stuff. look. They are a mess. Aggies and Mike Elko, their new coach, yeah. and I heard uh, 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 said really likes to do. Yeah, he went to the mat. What a great hire it was! Hmm. Ah, I got the guy went seven and five at Duke. Okay, so the Aggies opened the season. You know where he went to school? Elko. Yeah, I know he's from New Jersey. Where'd he go? This makes me laugh. He's an Ivy Leaguer. Is he really? Yeah, an Ivy League. Where what, what Ivy League station? school? Penn. He went to Penn. He was a Quaker. Uh huh. They got an Ivy League guy. Yeah. Aggies opened the season August 31st at home against the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Jesus, well, that'll be Mary nice, and and nice and cool for the Notre Dame team. Yeah. Two weeks it's later, pleasant. the Aggies go to play Florida. Uh, also, the Aggies play LSU at home October 26th. They got a really hellaciously fine home schedule. They get Texas. Wow. They get LSU, and they get Notre Dame. All at home. All at home. Beautiful Caldwell. Texas will be playing the second week of the season at Michigan. Will Jim Harbaugh still be the head coach of Michigan? Want to wager on that? Uh, Bottle of wine, sure. He will still be coach. I'll say otherwise. Okay. Garrett, mark it down. I don't know where. um, Or you could go to San Diego, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. 
Chicago. There's a lot. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of NFL jobs about uh, to open up. Carolina, Washington. It's, I just said that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. A lot I, of I, NFL. I mean, I think there's be a lot of NFL. I, New England. New England. Boss. Oh Pretty yeah. Possibly. Come on. Oh Come yeah. Come on. That's not. Can, that's not continuing on. He got an extension four weeks ago. Well, too bad. That can't continue. It is a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's just getting wreck. worse by the week. Bill Belichick can and should not be the head coach of the Patriots next year. Oh. That thing has to be. It has to be. I said this earlier. It has to be Frank Irwinized. They got to blow that thing up. Kind of sad, isn't it? it? Made me sad. Kind of sad. I was here. I was venting about that, and I realized nobody even knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Nobody even knows. I said, "What is the best and worst show you've ever been to at the Irwin Center?" And I thought nobody's listening right now. Has any idea what I'm Did talking? Did you go about. the first game when Texas played their first basketball game there? I was the first game at Dishwalk Field, and I did you? It was, a te- it was the Texas Rangers they played mm. in an exhibition game. It got rained out. I cried. At seventy-five. Yeah. Yeah. I cried. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. They didn't play. Got they rained out. I sat there trying to get autographs. It poured down raining. Didn't get, didn't get Toby Harris autograph. Got, that uh, Bump Wills. Bump Wills. Toby um, Harris. Gosh, I don't know about. I'm trying to think of the first concert I saw. I saw a lot. <sighs> I love Tina Turner. There. Oh, what's my love God. got to do? I can't believe got that. to do Did with see, it. Here's here's the question. Did you see Yanni at the Irwin Center? No, I didn't see. Okay, I didn't see. I Yanni. remember laughing out loud. There's a Yanni out front at the neon <laughs> sign. Yanni at the Irwin Center. I just laugh. God, I've seen good and bad shows. Probably more bad than good at the Irwin Center. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad. It was never a good place no. for anything. That upper deck, you're really in the upper it deck. It was up stale. There. Yeah. It um, seats were bad. Seats yeah. were, were uncomfortable. I yeah. saw the circus there. Then I swore to never go back. I saw a lot of circus there. My it's brother terrible. John. It's terrible. Terrible. It's we terrible loved it. My terrible. brother John. We terrible loved it. Terrible of you. Terrible. Yeah. Um, Love that high wire. He went. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um. Gosh. Saw a Frozen performance there. My daughter and her outfit. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Saw the Colt concert there. The Colt concert? Colt. What is that? I was the only person there that was not goth. Really? There was a bunch of people that were goth and me. Saw the cars were great. Saw Prince there was great. I think I saw, I've seen George Strait more than once. Saw Garth Brooks there was a really good show, mm-hmm. believe it or not. I think Garth Brooks. Saw ACDC there. Saw Kiss there. Garth Brooks sang at uh, Rosalind Carter's funeral today. Okay. He and Trisha Yearwood. Okay. Sure, that was popular on uh, down the hall. It's popular a lot of places. She was a wonderful lady, I'm Jeff. I'm sure very popular yes. down the hall. Yes. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think they started destroying the Irwin Center today. I remember when I was a kid, the effort was to try to call it the drum, mm-hmm. and that never caught on. I think Bill Little's the guy that... It just it never Little's caught on. I remember hearing drum. it every now and then, it never caught on. The super drum. Yeah. People called it the super drum. I remember going to games with Jim Crevax and Ron Baxter... Ovi Dotson. That's John Carsey's team. That team won the NIT championship yep. over North Carolina State. Um, coached by Abe Lemons. You're right. Cracked me up. I used to go a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, they started destroying it today. You could, I, They're trying to sell seats. Like some somewhere yeah. there's some group that has the seats and you can buy yeah. them. Hmm. Which I don't know if that's cool or not. No, I, those seats were yeah. so bad. No, and it was, so the whole thing was bad. Yeah. 
I saw a Star Wars show there. Did you? <laughs> saw Andrew Lloyd Webber's performance there. Now, that would have been special to but see. But it was uh, oh, all his music. Well, it was just all of his music, Goof. Okay. Well, well like, Goof? He, what does he play? You paid, he plays the piano. Okay. That's well, was, what he does. But it was all of, the, all, of the, all of his shows. Oh. All done in total. Oh, I knew you'd say that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Chef, three-time All-Pros Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates were among semifinalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 24, 2024. Antonio Gates will get in. First year of eligibility, Peppers and Gates headline a group of 25 modern-day semifinalists. Eight players who made it to the final stage of 15 in the Class of 2023 returned as semifinals today. Jared Allen, Dwight Freeney. Uh, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Devin Terry, Hester should be in. Terry Holt, Patrick Willis, no. Willie Anderson, and Darren Woodson. Darren Woodson will be in. Other semifinalists, Eric Allen. No. Aquan Bolden, the wide receiver. No. Jahari Evans. No. London Fletcher. Maybe. Eddie George. Yes. James Harrison. Yes. Rodney Harrison. Maybe. Robert Mathis. No. Steve Smith, Jr., Yes. Yeah, probably. Fred yeah. Taylor. Wow, maybe. If he'd play on another team. Heinz Ward? Heinz Ward, yes. Probably, R- Ricky yeah. Waters, no. No. Reggie Wayne, no. no. Vince Wilfork, yes. Probably. Okay. Okay. I don't think Julius Peppers will get in, even though he played forever. And his college coach? Mac Brown. Correct. I saw Julius Pepper play against the Texas Longhorns. Yeah. In the Sun I mean, Bowl, he, had, look, he, had, he played forever in the NFL. I just don't know. The numbers aren't big. I don't think he gets in. I do think Antonio Gates gets in. Gates finished with 955 yeah. catches for 11,800 yards I think he gets and in. an NFL record for tight ends yep. with 116 touchdowns and receptions. Only Hall of Famers blank and blank have more catches or yards as a tight end than Antonio right. Gates. Let me go with that. Former Austin resident. Former Austin resident. Um, oh, hang on. He played basketball. Cal, come on. Uh, he's on TV now. Um, he's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Tony, I'm sorry. Tony Gonzalez. And, and. And. Hang on. Play for the Chargers? No. Not Kellen Winslow? No. Wow. This guy sadly decided on and off week before the playoffs to go to Acapulco with Tony Romo and Jessica's, Jason Witten. Jason Witten. He'll be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think yeah. he already is, uh, isn't he? I don't know. I think he is, yeah. The, remember his broadcast career? Has there ever been That belt on his head? Oh, my God, that was so bad for Jason Witten. Yeah. Hall of Fame player, legendary player, but my gosh, that was the worst broadcasting stint oh, it was of all time. Four finalists previously he was announced. on Monday Night Football, I think, for a year and a half to two years, and it was... He was Did with, he make it? Huh? It, it, it was so it was painful. Terrible. Oh, yeah. He's Poor now coaching high school football, I okay, believe. Okay, well, that's better because it was a rough go on TV. He was he was with Joe Testastory? I don't know. Who's also on that. No one could stop staring at his head. His head. Because he had a his big head. like chinchilla on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't stop staring at it. Poor guy. It's brutal. Uh, we haven't talked about this from, from Sunday night. For some reason, Chris Collingsworth did not do the game with Mike Tirico. He didn't do either of the games on NBC. And they had on the spitter, the former coach of the Cowboys, Jason Garrett. Oh, no. It was awful. He's terrible. It was awful. I, I think he, you know, he reminds me from those, uh, from Toy Story 4, the Vincents. I really think he's like a doll of a ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's awful. He was really bad. He was really. He might be the stiffest person in all of media. You ever seen when he turns to the camera and that smile he gives? Yeah. You really think he's going to plunge a butcher knife into your chest? <laughs> and Tarico, <laughs> I saw some. Why uh, did they have him on? Because I guess Collingsworth, he wanted to take a long Thanksgiving weekend or something. He wasn't on. Collingsworth, I really like Collingsworth a yeah. lot. Soft. I do. Soft. I like Soft. it. Soft. But like they had Tarico, Tarico's being Mike Tarico, they had a shot of. The beautiful Pacific and the sunset, sunset in the gorgeous Thanksgiving weekend. And here, Jason goes, oh, it's, pretty. <laughs> it's, uh, pretty. it's pretty. It's <laughs> pretty. You know, I, I've, I have a friend, a good friend, who is one of his best friends. They were there in each other's weddings. Um, well, played, 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 Jason played with him got at a Division One wife. I met his wife. What does that mean? Beautiful. What do you mean by that? Division One. Division One. Well, he went to an Ivy League school. Um, well, and she probably, didn't go to Ivy League school. She went to a Southern. Why are you coming up with this? Why are you saying these things? Just facts, man. How do just, you? I bet. Why are you saying that? Just the facts. Okay. He might be a nice guy. I don't understand how he continues on in these studio shows. Mm-hmm. He. I. One time I was watching. I was in a. I was in the weight room, and I'm watching a Notre Dame game, and all that kept sticking out to me was. The guy doing this game is speaking in coaching cliches. Yeah. It was the biggest bunch of pap I've ever heard. And then I finally looked it up later, and it was him. Jason Witten. No, no, no. no it was oh, Jason it's, Garrett. It's, it's Jason Garrett. I mean, it Wrong sounds Jason. like every every coach you can think of. You know, Notre Dame's getting beat by Marshall. Well, they're still fighting in the end. I'm thinking, shut up. You're <laughs> an analyst. They're not fighting anything in the end. They're getting their ass kicked, you fool. Oh, he's awful. He's awful. They, I think he just they had to plug him in because Collingsworth. Do you not agree that he's awful? Oh, I don't. Oh, he's he was, he's terrible. He was a terrible head football coach. Yeah. He was a good backup quarterback. Yeah. For the Cowboys, he was a loyal servant of one Gerald R. Jones. Yeah. I, I mean, again, the guy might be the nicest guy ever, but there is zero entertainment value. Mm-hmm. There's zero. I mean, for a guy that's supposed to know football, he offers nothing in terms he does, he of, doesn't add of any insight at all. He just states the obvious over and over again and gives every sort of coaching cliche you can come up with about yeah. how hard they're trying. Shut up. Yeah, it wasn't good. Wow. wasn't good at all. I, I did not know that. I'm sorry to hear that. And did you hear last night's broadcast? Would you listen to at the end of the yeah. game? Oh, my, Can you find that, Garrett? Find that. In the final just play. Just find that, Garrett. Whatever find, that is. Find the final play of Minnesota and Chicago that. from last night. Find that, find Garrett. Find that, Garrett. Go get some stuff, Garrett. Did you see not see the final play? Uh, the Bears had scored a field goal late, and there was five seconds, and they had one last play. Minnesota had one last play, and it was just one of those where you throw it to a wide receiver who throws it to another yeah. wide receiver. It's just one of those. And the call was just thankfully. They were talking about how thankfully this is over. The game was over because it was so bad. Who was doing the game? Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Joe so, Buck and I know they got. Yeah, I know Joe they Buck got paid and, a lot of money. Yeah, it's not good. There's no Troy Aikman's entertainment value is diminishing, and it wasn't that great before. Oh, I disagree. I like Troy and Joe. I, I do too. But I like the Manning cast better. But, yeah, exactly. There's yeah. some entertainment value. Yeah. Got some some life, but I do like Troy. Okay, but it's, you think he's diminished over time? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Uh, because he's uh, he's somewhat critical, not critical enough. Um, 
and I know that he's serious. He's not. He's not a Romo. He's not a. Uh, I think Greg Olson is great. It, I think Greg Olson is funny. I think Greg Olson is quirky. I think so. <laughs> I think that's not it. That's, that's the field goal. And it's the play after the field goal. Oh, so Pardon me, Jeff. I just, you're interrupted me. Pardon me. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it has got to be some, some entertainment value. It's got to be something funny or interesting about the game. I think he's. I think they do I, good. I don't like restating the obvious. Okay. If it, it's dumb, it's dumb. Say it's dumb. Here's the last play of the game. Can we fire that up there, G-Man? Good luck. He can devise to, yeah, it's a short list. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised he's even looking at that, that play card. You know, there's only one play that they have in this situation. Five seconds to play. To catch. He can't get it into the end zone, so, you know, from where they are. Only five seconds left. Everybody back except for T.J. Edwards. And underneath, here we go. Osborne makes the initial catch. And that ball's out. Madison laterals. Osborne back in control. Dobbs has got it. What is the comedy on this? This looks like a four. There's no comedy. And an illegal forward pass at that, but we're going to keep playing. Yeah, this is entertaining. It's not going to count, but keep it rolling. And with... With Benny Hill music playing in the background, <laughs> this game is over. Thankfully, thankfully, good. Now, see, that's kind of thankfully. stuff you need to say. See, that's good. That was good. Okay, that was better. I didn't. I, I maybe I, I. I didn't pay any attention. I didn't. I didn't listen at all. This game is over. Thankfully, I didn't listen at all. You got to have some entertainment. I think Greg Olson is the most interesting going right now. But Greg Olson, I read, wants, wants to be the coach of the Carolina Panthers. Is you he lunatic? crazy? Are you, you, know, well, crazy? you know what he's looking at though. This is he. he this may be a power play by. Greg Olson, because you know who gets Greg Olson's job next year. Oh, Tom Brady. Very good point. Tom Brady's supposed to get that job. You're right. As the lead analyst That's over there. That's stupid. That is stupid. Um, you're right. In fact, he was going to take Greg Olson's job this year, and Brady decided to do, I don't know, whatever Brady's doing on his world tour or whatever. He's on a boat with the kids, enjoying Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. As, was the girlfriend around? I did not see here with the children. Okay. But I believe he separates the booty okay. from the children. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard that term in like 20 years. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, what? what? He separates the girlfriend. He didn't take the girlfriend, oh, I believe. That. Okay. okay. Um, I will predict to you he's terrible. I don't expect much from Tom Brady. I mean, it's just, you know, people... You just assume that if someone knows the game, they look good, it's all going to work. And that's not true at all. There's got to be some entertainment value, some quirkiness, something different about the person. Some thought that you didn't have yourself. Mm -hmm. And Brady is... I I could be wrong. I was wrong about Tony Romo. I mean, I I thought he was going to be terrible. I thought he was terrible. Then a year later, he was quirky and kind of funny and different. And Greg Olson, I think, is just just rock solid. His he game, is good. When stuff's going on, he says stuff's going on. He brings up plays. He brings up weird stuff. I mean, it's just there's something compelling about it. And the fact that they're going to remove him for Tom Brady, who they've already agreed to pay him I don't know, $300 oh, million or something. wacky. Yeah. $300 million. Yeah. Good for Brady. And I mean, I'd love for Brady to be good. I just don't anticipate Brady coming in. First of all, he sounds young. He does. Got that new face, which is a little irritating. Mm-hmm. And then can he be critical, or will he go into protecting players? You protecting know what he coaches? did the other day. I mean, I I ripped his. Uh, I thought his 
He was critical. And I thought it was completely misguided. You and I argued about this. He was on with Stephen A. Smith. And that's when he went off his rant about the mediocrity of the NFL. And then you defended him. And his mediocrity of the NFL went on some Ronnie Lott rant. Yes, he went back to 1985. Yeah, like, what are you even talking about? Ray Lewis, Ronnie Lott. It felt like... I need to be critical because people don't expect me to be critical, so I'm going to say some stuff. And it was pointless. It was like, what are you even saying, man? He went to examples that people were going, Ray Lewis, Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott. (laughs) Ronnie Lott. How many people even know who you're talking about? (laughs) Right? You start bringing up Jack Tatum. Yeah, exactly. Jack Tatum and Butkus. (laughs) Merlin Olson. Ray Nitschke. Got it, Tom. You're old, too. We got it, man. All old, but it had no, nothing to do with quarterbacks, which is what he was supposed to be commenting on, and he ended up in some Ronnie Lott rant. Yeah. And Greg Olson, I think is he's relatable to the players. He's handsome. He's he's it's funny. A horrible he's, dresser. He, but it works. Th- those jackets. Oh, those, those jackets are unreal. Terrible. Have you seen the spoof he did on Bradshaw? Yeah, yeah, that was cute. It's really That's funny. Really, really I think funny. the guy's got some entertainment value. Yeah. He can laugh at himself. He can poke fun at stuff. He's got some quirky phrases. Just, there's just some substance there. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as if Brady is going to bring any sort of additional substance. I don't know if he will either, but he may do a Romo on us because I'm with you. I thought Romo, oh, Romo, but Romo, Jim, yeah. look at this Jim. But there's something quirky enough about Romo. I know a lot of people are sort of wearing on his act. I get it. It's just the way it is in media. But there's still something quirky enough about him mm-hmm. that makes it entertaining. Yeah, which I like. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you a guy who I thought, who I, everyone thought would be great, is a great guy, conversational, good-looking, is Drew Brees. It didn't work at all. No. It just didn't work? No. And I think Drew Brees is such a family guy. I think he, did, he didn't like the travel. Yeah, like, I, I know, I know. He didn't like the um, travel. But, you know, it's like you just you just don't know entertainment value until it, it appears. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it with I don't see it with Brady. And I, I think it's I think Fox has to know removing that guy is gonna hurt. I think and you make a really good point about is he saying this stuff to get out of the deal mm-hmm. and maybe send up a flare somewhere else? I don't There's know. There's no way you would want to coach the Carolina Panthers. No. There is no, no way. No. Who working for that well he did work for the nut. He worked for Tepper the owner. He Greg Olson worked for them. I guess he just has that love for the team, but God, that's a you're gonna have to work your ass off. You're gonna have to draft. And it's not gonna work. No. You, you okay. Got, I mean you work as hard as you want. I'm yeah. pretty sure Frank Reich tried pretty hard. Yeah. So Yeah. And that guy is a hothead. He's a hedge fund guy. He lives on the edge anyway, and he will fight. He's fired 12 coaches <laughs> of various sports. He owns all sorts of soccer teams. That's he, he really? just fires people all the time. He just fires them. He is a he's a wealthier, quieter version of George Steinbrenner, kind of. He's renowned to just storm in there and not like what, it. What, what was his blow up after the game? He went in the locker room and I think I whacked him then. Why, if you're Greg Olson? Would you want any part of that gig? You go to the you go to your NFL city two days before the game. Take your kids. Take your kids. Do all yeah. I I don't know that Frank Reich did a bad. I don't know what else he's supposed to do no, in Carolina. Not with that. What what does he do? He's no. got a quarterback who's the size of my youngest. Right. How did he do? Th- why did they do that? And he got C.J. Stroud looking over there. Just look at his last game in college. I don't know. The I, game he I, said against Ohio State. It's great. I know, but I. I defend their pick of Bryce Young 
when they made the pick. I mean, the guy was a rock star. Sure. He could find the receivers, but he's, we saw those first pictures and went, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Did we not see any pictures when he was, against, was lining up against those Alabama big defensive linemen or other players? I mean, I thought he was a great college player. I thought he's smart. and I, I mean, it's, I, I'm willing to hold out hope that that kind of works. RG3 was a great college player. I know, I know, I, I know. It's p- Picking the guy that's going to work at quarterback is not an exact science. And it's magnified by the fact that C.J. Stroud looks like he's already been in the league five years. Yeah. All right, we need to I take... debated this with said earlier. Did you really? I, okay, listen yeah. to this. You're going to call me names now. Okay. Ready? Okay. I believe... Jacksonville and Houston and Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Stroud is going to be one of the best rivalries in three years. It could be. It really could be. Yeah. I mean, I think those two franchises are, those guys are poised to take off. It really, they had a great entertainment this past weekend. Isn't that great? Yeah. Two good teams on both sides of the ball. Two great young quarterbacks. And two wonderful coaches. A Super Bowl coach right. and a guy that... Exactly. Yeah. That They are set up to be... I know people are going to... Cedric made fun of me for this. They're set up, They're better positioned than Mahomes and Burrow. No. Yeah. Wow. That's a little stretchy there. No, it's not. Oh, I think it is. No. I understand okay, what I'm saying. you got Mahomes and Burrow way up here. I know. I know, I know that. Two Hall of Famers. No, 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 you're missing the point. Look what's around them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay? Remember, quarterback is what's around you. Yeah. And you can already see it with with Kansas City. There's no way you can stay at that level. And Burrow's already hurt all the time. I'm just saying the two teams and the two quarterbacks all together are better positioned for the future. We'll be back with more on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. All right, here's why you leave college early if you can. Uh, Too late now, but uh, this may be damaged good. So Shadir Sanders is a quarterback at Colorado, really talented guy. A lot of people know that by now. Son of Deion Sanders, blah, 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 blah. He's been sacked 52 times this season. And that not going to be sacked anymore. Their season's over. That means he's been running for his life 152 times. There's an even worse number about how many times he's been hit. Okay, this guy. When you first saw him early in the year, he has first round draft pick written all over him. You watch that TCU Colorado game? Yes. Yeah. You watch the other games? Yes. He did. But this is a talented guy. Up. Yeah. Ed, he has a broken back. Yeah, broken back. <clears throat> a Red broken deck. back. Yeah. All right. That, young people, is why you get out. That's why I said, well, Caleb Williams, don't play. I don't know if I would draft him if I knew this. It's scary. Well, it's scary because it was also he's scary. Come back? Remember the wide receiver who got lit up against yeah, Colorado State? Yeah, lacerated his kidney. kidneys. Yeah. Um, listen to this. His season is over. He's the most sacked quarterback in college football. He now has a broken back. Mm. Colorado lost their season finale at Utah 23-17. He'd been knocked out of the previous game. If you've watched one of their games, the poor guy is just limping everywhere. Well, the second half, by the, but when the second half rolls around a little late in the game, 
It's it's just like downset. I'm running for my life. Yeah, yeah. He was sacked 52 times in 2023. They went four and eight. Um, Grant Wilson of the great Old Dominion was the second most sacked quarterback in major college football with 51. ODU. Don't know much about their their offensive line. Old Dominion University. Apparently he's not very good. They had some transfers from Brussels. That was their trouble. Oh. Brussels, Belgium on the Old Dominion line. He still passed for 3,200 yards and completed 69% of his passes. It's not all rosy for Dion now. He's lost three top recruits. He's well, lost three, he's three top recruits. Has he lost his quarterback? He might have lost his quarterback for next year. His <laughs> oh son, my no. gosh. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Broke that's, his back. That's why you leave. That's why you don't hang around. It's not just that it's a season-ending injury. It is. But that's the kind of stuff that hangs with you that ruins your market value in the NFL. Oh, sure. Because you know what I don't want to invest $100 million in? A guy with a broken back. Yeah, that, that first interview. Did you have any meaningful injuries? <laughs> yeah, broken, everything. Back. I broke my back. It was in a body a cast. Back. Yeah. Uh, how many times were you? Uh, 75 times. Right. Good gosh. I mean, you know, there's just shelf life the body has in that sport. The shelf life applies to running backs, but it applies to quarterbacks, too. Jeff, there's a shelf life for life, too. Oh, you know what I mean? Let me just say that. Oh, wow. I'm 49 now. There's this, you know, I can tell. You so can get out of bed the morning. You've been sacked 52 times. <clears throat> well, no, I've not been. Yeah. I've never. Well, I was sacked in bar, backyard football league a couple of oh, times. Oh, they, they didn't count to five Mississippi? Oh, I was vicious back there. Oh. John Lee and Mike Black, oh, my neighbors. My oh, they'd come yeah, after me. Yeah, but they were tough. They were tough. That's what drove you in the choir? <clears throat> drove me to choir and golf. kids drove you in the choir and choir golf. Choir and golf, that's right. <laughs> Black brothers. They were mean. They were fast. John Lee and Mike Blagg. Uh, but no, I, I, this, this thing about Colorado, it's going to be fun to see how Colorado does in the Big 12 next year because I think they're going to be very competitive It'll against be ba- the Baylors for them. and the TCUs yeah. and the Houstons Agreed. and stuff. They'll, they'll be competitive, and that will be fun. Big 12 is going to be a fun conference next year. That's going to be fun. I agree. Arizona is going to be fun to watch with their dynamic new coach. Yep. Uh, Utah. They're not going to keep him much longer. No, I'm surprised they yeah. didn't get him there at Farmer's Fight. I know. But, uh, no, they're not going to keep that dude long. But uh, this is going to be fun. The Big 12 will be fun. Utah. Pardon me? Utah. Oh, yeah. Utah. He's a really good quarterback back for his 10th year. Former Longhorn Cam Rising. Yeah. Who dueled it out with Colt McCoy. Yeah, exactly. He played, played behind Vince Young. That's right. He's still playing. <laughs> Recruited by John McMahon. But, I mean, the league is going to have him and Shadur Sanders. Well, if Shadur Sanders can play football it's again. Back. It's I, back, yeah. Um, it's just you can't – NFL teams are investing in – when they invest in a quarterback, it's not just the face of the franchise. They're betting a lot for the long term. And I, I can't bet on a guy who's got a broken back. But you say that about the NFL. Look at all the – we saw two really average quarterbacks, and ironically one was a first-round pick last year with Justin Fields. You know, Justin Fields yeah. was a first-round pick, and Josh Dobbs, the, the rocket scientist. But, you know, Justin Fields, I'm not – yeah, I mean, that's that's experiment that's gone wrong. But he's taken a beating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't – I don't care what kind of talent you have. If you if you play in a system like that where you're just running around for your life, getting hit all the time, it doesn't matter. The quarterback is a byproduct of what's around him. Dion's got to got to find some big big linemen. He's got. He find- said it in a news conference. Well, that was a jackass move. But he came in the news conference and the guy, you know, said, "Aren't he said, 
He said, aren't our problems obvious? i got to find myself some offensive line. Mm-hmm. Like, Golly, it's midseason. How are those guys going to feel about it? Yeah. Next thing you know, his kid gets sacked 52 times. And broke his back, Yeah. Too. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. They're, they're limited. But yeah. my, I'm, my concern is that this is why, for your NFL stock, you, you just can't take that kind of beating. It, I think he's crazy to come back. I don't know that he has an option but now. But his value in the NFL if you're, if you're coming back from a broken back? Okay, but you're not going to come back and get broken back again? Mm-hmm. He's coming back to a bad team. Yeah. I mean, next year, what's going to happen? Oh, I know. How much are they going to go find 10 linemen? He can do it. Transfer portal open opens up next week. Tell everybody about his the, dad's team. Tell everybody about the picture you saw on the transfer on some oh boy some guy. Now this is this is the world of Twitter. Yeah, or I should call X. Jeff X. showed me this earlier, and I'm crying. Bravo, Sierra, on this. Yeah. So this is what does this say? I don't know who this person is tweeting. Of course, um, Texas quarterback Arch Manning was spotted in Starksville, Mississippi, this afternoon with the new Bulldogs head coach Jeff Lebby. Jeff Levy was the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma and got the Mississippi State job over the weekend. Well, first of all, is that Jeff Levy in the picture? That is Arch Manning. I don't know if that's Jeff Levy. Well, Jeff yeah. Levy, this could have been taken, you know, last spring break in well, South Padre. I, 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 well, I know. well, look what they're wearing right, today. Right. They're wearing blue shorts. They're wearing shorts. Garrett, check the weather in Starkville, Mississippi. Right now, if you could, my friend. Weather, Starkville. See, that's that was my first tip. Well, first tip off, he's practicing. They're practicing for the Big 12 championship. Maybe he's shopping himself around. B, they're wearing shorts, and it's almost December. It's 46. It's 46 degrees. That's Bravo Sierra. Ooh. Well, Weather, I don't have a problem with him shopping himself around. I just think if he if if Arch Manning was looking to leave. He's not going to Starkville, He's not Mississippi. Going to Mississippi State. He's okay. taking that culture shock when he leaves. If he left the 40 acres to go to Starkville, Mississippi. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think he can do better than that. Oh, I think he could, but I think he's and not I, looking and anywhere. I, and I and I think the guy is aware enough. He's grown up in the spotlight. I think he would be pretty aware if he shows up at USC and is hanging out, he knows it's going to social media. Sure. Okay? He's very aware. Sure. He's very savvy. They know that. Yeah. He's not in Starkville, Mississippi <laughs> today, wearing shorts and 46 degrees with Jeff Lebby. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that wasn't he and Jeff Lebby at some point. Probably a picture from but, the summertime. Yeah, but not in Starkville today. Yeah. Oh, First of no. all, Jeff Lebby's not even wearing the school colors. Oh, He's wearing a blue shirt. They're yeah. not blue, are they? They're maroon and white. Okay, we'll see. There's your yeah. other clue. Yeah. Um, that yeah. could have been even when Jeff... Well, I don't know what Jeff left. Could have been some summer camp thing. Sure, could have been a Manning passing camp yeah. for all yeah. we know. I, Come on, social media. you got to be better than that. No, you don't. you got to be better. You just have to be sitting in your underwear just throwing vomiting stuff. That's it. Just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you don't you don't think the political equivalent of that happens all the time down the hall? Of what? Just stuff, made up stuff, made up stuff. No, that no, stuff no, doesn't no. happen down the hall. No, the audience doesn't. doesn't believe any of that stuff. No, okay, no, I stand corrected. Are you? 
Are you disputing Fox News there? I'm disputing a lot, yes. I'm disputing. <laughs> I don't think we've yet decided the election was rigged. I don't think the election but, was rigged either. But, as you know, take a few of those calls. Founding votes under rocks and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. We yeah. knew that. Okay. That Dominion, it's over from... Was it Switzerland or Italy? They controlled <laughs> the ballots from over yeah, that's there. That's right. That's they right. flipped a switch, Yep. and Biden got yep. about 17,000. Yeah. Trump really won by 12 million. Two in the morning in Atlanta, Georgia. Absolutely. Yeah. They, did. they flipped it. Did you hear the news about the Koch brothers today with the Koch brothers today? I'm huh? aware. Endorsing Nikki Haley yeah. for president. Yeah. And all their millions upon millions of dollars. You know... I don't think it matters, though. I mean, this is one thing I will say about the Trump phenomenon that I think does ring true. We've always believed that the money, well, this used to be true. Hear hear me out. That the money could buy you exposure. Mm -hmm. But one thing Trump did, and this is why I, I, I think Joe Biden suffers on top of all the other issues, but the man monopolized social media and no matter how dumb it was or untrue it was, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Does. It's more effective than some old guys pumping in a bunch of money for lame commercials. Trump's countless media exp- exposures saying what he wants to say for free. Are, are for free yeah. works better than them buying a thousand commercials. Well, that's what they're going to do. I know. $70 million. What I'm saying is that that's, I don't. Trump taught everyone a lesson. doesn't matter if you're s- stupid or not. Just go say it a bunch. Mm-hmm. Say it, whatever it is. Just say it. That's far more effective. The world, here's a media term for you. It's a recall game. Recall. It's recall. recall. Rec- it's, it's advertising. Recall. Yeah, recall. I mean, he's, he's... Messaging, messaging, messaging. What, what if, if, you, if you stop, you could do it every day, I'm sure, and ask a thousand people. That's 500 people. Well, he says what he feels. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, just say stuff. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if it's right. Doesn't matter if it's accurate. Doesn't matter. It, none of that policy stuff matters anymore. It's literally the guy has, and I hate saying literally, found a way to, by his sheer inertia, to monopolize the social media cycle. And that's more important than anything else now. Social. So the Koch brothers who are behind her are going to traditionally pump in. Hundreds of millions of dollars. $70 million. Right, and buy a bunch of ad time. And I'm going to tell you, it's far less effective than Hmm. Trump standing up saying unscripted stuff. There. Okay, I think think you're exactly right. I mean, the reason why Joe Biden... Joe Biden doesn't tout anything because he can't. Trump could go and tout stuff that doesn't even happen, and it works. Joe he'd, Biden he'd tell you he fixed the stock market and he doesn't unjack. But he'd tell you enough and that's good enough. Joe Biden doesn't whisper a word. He doesn't even brag about himself. He can't. Joe Biden. Right, exactly. No Joe Biden. But I'm just saying that that's, you know, they're not going to help her. You know, if she wanted to, if she really wanted a chance, she would just do stuff, say stuff. Mm-hmm. And she'd be fine. Well, Joe is trying to stay, say, say stuff. Well, they have to hide him because he's going to screw it up. And yeah. every screw up magnifies more than... Trump can get away with it because it's not a critical audience. They don't care. We're going to take a break. After this break, we'll have our final thoughts. Look also, Look out. there's some really good news Look out. on Tiger Woods. Oh, we'll gosh. get you up to date. Oh, Let's gosh. talk golf almost oh, to December. Gosh. Washed up golf. Washed up golf? <laughs> yeah. You're calling Tiger yes. Woods washed up? What else? 
Oh, wow. Sorry. Wow. Jeez. He's been on a girls' basketball game today. He called Tiger Woods yeah. washed up. Well, is he not? No, he's not washed up, and I'll tell you why when we return oh, to 1027 ESPN. Oh, Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Listening to the Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Okay, some Tiger Woods talk. This week is the Hero Tournament <laughs> in the Bahamas. This is a tournament that Tiger, uh, it's his tournament. And Tiger says he's feeling good enough that he's thinking about playing one tournament a month during the 2024 PGA Tour season. He's going to have to walk, Jeff, 72 holes this week, yeah. weekend. We've not seen him on a golf course competitively since uh, watching him that at Augusta. Oh, How'd it that? looked terrible. Right. But I had a friend, uh, my friend John Paul Hebert, who's a golf coach at University of Nevada, Las Vegas. He was uh, at a tournament in Louisiana where young Charlie Woods was playing, and Tiger was Charlie's caddy. And he watched him for two days, and uh, Tiger was caddying, never limped, and Tiger says he feels good. Hadn't played much golf, but okay. feels like he can play at least one tournament a month, which is big for the world of golf. Well, that'd be great. It'd be great. That's two days and not four. Pardon me? That's two days of carrying your kids back. It and is. Not it is. Playing. It is. But see. The man's broken down. But all indications are he's stronger now since has the uh, ankle fusion surgery after the terrible wreck. Almost so. lost a leg. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be fantastic. But you he, admonished me for saying he's washed up, but he's broken down. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers is broken down. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. But he's not washed up. He's broken down, but not washed up. <laughs> what good does it do if you can't play? Aaron Rodgers is going to play in a few weeks. Or he will play next year. <laughs> Tiger Woods <laughs> is going to play this weekend. We'll see. He's not going to last. We'll just see. No, be so be pessimistic well, about I've, that. I've man. watched. You I were, watched the. Your pessimism started the night that Tiger Woods got married to the first wife. Remember that? I don't remember that at all. You're the one who lectured me on his life is ruined. Well, and I who was right about that. I uh, was okay, right. You were right about that. The Swedish just, women. You lectured me women. about Swedish women ruining him. Yes, or they ruining did. you or As someone a, was well, ruined. I dated many Swedish women at uh, Southwest and Texas State. Got out of it unscathed? I did. Thank you. Thank many you. Many Swedish women. I want to know the names, first names. Olga. Uh-huh. Lena. Olga. 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 Lena. <laughs> Len. Lulu. Len. Lulu. I see. Yeah. How many Swedish uh, exchange students were at Texas State when you were there? I dated them all. Uh-huh. Man, oh, man. Yeah. You mean oh. girls in the brothels with white hair? You count that as Swedish? I met some at Worst Fest if you're going that way. Yeah. <laughs> Is that so? Down at Worst Fest. Huh. Okay. No, but uh, Tiger. I hope it works out. Oh, it does too. When I watched the guy, I thought, yeah, please stop. Stop. It was painful to watch. It was awful. Yeah. It was rainy and cold, and he just, it looked like, oh my gosh, make it end. Yeah. Here's a report today on Pro Football Talk. The Raiders could be, inter- be interested in David Shaw. Okay. The L.A. Raiders, interested in the former Stanford head coach. Okay. Who was so good. Yeah. And then it got so bad. I don't know what happened. Money. I don't either. Uh, money. What happens to everybody? Money. money? Yeah. They paid him a bunch. David Shaw was so good for Stanford. For, they played I thought he was going to be the Texas coach. Football the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Well, he turned, yeah. he turned Texas down. I know. 
when they fired Mack, he turned Texas down. Yeah. yeah. God, he was good. I love the way he played football, too. I formation, played yeah. a lot of defense. He didn't have a bad running back, either. That Christian McCaffrey yeah. guy? Yeah, not bad. And he had it pretty, pretty good. Did Harbaugh have Oliver Luck, or did he have Oliver Luck? Well, Oliver's Andrew, Andrew that's his Luck. dad. Yeah, Andrew, He's had I mean. him in like the 70s. Luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, his dad, that's Andrew Luck. Andrew. I don't know if Harbaugh had him or not. Uh, it's a good question. Yeah, I think Shaw, bottom line, Shaw's a great coach, or was a great coach. I don't know what the Raiders do. There's going to be, Washington's going to be open. Uh, L.A. should have been open a month and a half ago. It'll happen soon. He'll get whacked. Panthers, job's open. Panthers, Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think Mike Raiders. I think Mike Vrabel of Tennessee gets fired. He goes to New England. Yeah, he probably bounces somewhere else. I'm not sure New Orleans doesn't come open. I'm not sure Buffalo doesn't come How open. How about Tampa Bay? That's seven right now yeah. that are absolutely almost certain. Seven coaching jobs. We got to go. We got to go. See you tomorrow. 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.